Okay, welcome to the Prophecy Club, and let me just say that I have been very honored and very blessed by how many of you did send uh, birthday cards in. I have read them all, and I, I, a lot of them brought me to tears. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And by the way, uh, <laughs> I started recommending you might want to see what happened at church this past Sunday. Um, but I lost it, so I don't know. Maybe you don't want to go watch it, but anyway, uh, I, I was very blessed this past Sunday at church, what Leslie and the congregation did. So anyway, on to Prophecy Club. Okay, so our topic today is Laws to Cause Christian Censorship and Persecution. Now, God has warned us these things are coming. Now, why do you think he is warning us so that we can brace ourselves? And I think that means that we can put down roots down deep into the rocks so that when the wind blows, when the rains come, our house does not fall. Probably most of us alive right now will have the opportunity to deny Jesus. In our lifetime, we will probably either give our life or take the mark. It's getting that close and it's that serious. So first of all, let me show you a couple of articles that may seem a little harmless, but as they say, the devil is in the details. And of course, they're not going to give us the details because that's where the devil is, but I'm going to try to explain what is in those details, even though they haven't been released or perhaps not even written up yet. But God has warned us, so we know. Okay, here's the first article. Big Tech Braces for EU Digital Services Act Regulations. Now, what it's going to say is the EU is in the process of writing laws that it will soon pass that says, I believe it's the the top 14 big platforms, things like YouTube and Facebook and the rest of them out there, are going to have to follow laws And if they don't, really, really big fines that will basically just shut them down are going to be levied against them. Now, again, the devil is in the details, so let's read part of the article here. More than a dozen of the world's biggest tech companies face unprecedented legal scrutiny as the European Union's Sweeping Digital Services Act, DSA, Digital Services Act, Remember that? Because that may be the thing that shuts us down. Imposes new rules on content content moderation, user privacy, and transparency. Okay. What are they really saying? Okay, so they're going to cause new rules to see that our content is moderated and that our privacy is not violated And we have transparency. Now, we all want to have our privacy. We all want to, we want to know the good things. We want to perhaps avoid some of the things that the devil is trying to get his teeth in. But that's not what they're going to do. From Friday, a host of internet giants, including, it mentions the names, will face new obligations in the EU, including preventing harmful content from spreading banning or limiting certain user-targeting practices, 
and sharing some interna- internal data with regulators and associated researchers. Now, what are they saying? Well, they've got to protect us from hate speech. They've got to protect us from people telling us something that might not be true. Now, the problem is, is who is deciding what's true and what's not? Who is deciding what is harmful and what's not? Who is deciding? Well, of course, it's the devil deciding. (laughs) In other words, the truth is not going to get out, and those people trying to get the truth out are going to be shut down. They're talking about the same thing in this article, but they bring up a couple of other things, and I feel like I probably need to wash my mouth out when I say CNN. Perhaps one of these days I'll be able to change that to the Christian News Network instead of the Communist News Network. Anyway, it says, Large U.S. tech companies face new EU rules. The spread of misinformation, that's right. You know, we wouldn't want to have any misinformation. You know, things like the anti-V is safe for you. (laughs) In other words, what they call misinformation is what we call a lie. The spread of misinformation and disinformation possibly harms to our mental health. Now I'm going to skip on down. Based on protected characteristics such as political affiliation, in other words, if you're a MAGA, you have to be censored. If you believe in Trump, you have to be censored. If you don't think that a person should change their sex, I'm trying to avoid some of the words that I know their filter is looking for, then you're a problem. Based on the protected characteristics such as political affiliation, sex orientation, and ethnicity. The restrictions apply to all kinds of online ads, including commercial advertising, political advertising. Okay, political advertising. What does that mean? It means that you can't tell them that the Democrats are communists. Things like that, okay? Can't tell the truth. That's where this is ultimately going. Political advertising and issue advertising, some platforms had already in recent years rolled out restrictions on targeted advertising based on protected characteristics. Protected characteristics. What's a protected characteristic? Well, things like, oh, he is not really a he. Now he has decided he is a she. That's a protected characteristic. Bad actors might try to manipulate their platforms or use them to interfere with elections. What? (laughs) In other words, your platforms are going to start shutting down people that are Christian, pro-life. Anything that is good, they're going to start shutting it down. Oh, no, no, Stan, they won't do that. Oh, yeah? I got a prophecy here that names it real specific. I'm going to read it in just a second. Use them to interfere with elections or to violate human rights. Oh, well, we wouldn't want to violate anybody's human rights by telling them stuff like Jesus is the only way to heaven. Jesus is the way, the truth, the life, and no man comes to the Father but by him. We wouldn't want to tell them those things. That is hate speech. Companies must act to mitigate those risks. TikTok rolled out a tool for reporting illegal content. That's right. Prophecy Club got on TikTok (laughs) and 
to to hear Tina, which is a new lady we hired, helping us to get on some of those platforms, said it was going gangbusters. We were getting thousands and thousands of views, and they started deleting the videos, started taking them down. Why? <laughs> so she came back and she says, okay, well, here's another one from somebody else saying about the same thing. Sometimes they'd put it back up. Sometimes they wouldn't. Sometimes they would limit the number of people that could find it. It's a fight. It's a fight to get out the gospel these days. And what the prophecies are about to tell you is it's about to get a whole lot worse. So we all better set our jaw, make our decision now. The time to make a decision that you are not going to, how do I say this? You're not going to take the mark. You're not going to deny Jesus. It's not when you're standing in line to the guillotine. It's not in the shadow of the guillotine. It's not when your ankles and your wrists are tied together and you're on your knees and this great big long curved sword is raised up above you and they say this is your last chance. Your time to make your decision is right now. Make your decision right now that there is nothing that they can get you to do to deny Jesus, to take that mark, you will be tortured, as Dimitri was. You will lose your life, whatever it might be. But you're not going to fall. TikTok rolled out a tool for reporting illegal content and said it would give EU users specific explanations when their content is removed. Yeah, well, they didn't. It also said it would stop showing ads to teens in Europe based upon the data the company has collected on them. And that, in other words, <laughs> flipping through it, right? Okay. All to comply with the DSA rules. Apple said in a statement that the DSA's goals are, quote, to align with Apple's goals to protect. That's right. We want to protect those consumers. We wouldn't want them to hear that they need to stop voting Democrat, that they need to stop watching this filth. We wouldn't want them to know that, right? Goals to protect consumers from illegal and harmful content. Yes, harmful content like Jesus is the only way to heaven. And that some of these alternative lifestyles will send you to hell, okay? We are working to implement the requirements of the DSA with user privacy and security as our con continued North Star. We share the DSA's goals of making the Internet even more safe. That's right, we want a safe Internet to where the only thing you can get is what we want you to get. Transparent and accountable. We want internet to be transparent. That's right. We want you to have everything that we want you to have and nothing that we don't want you to have. And accountable while making sure that European users, creators, and businesses continue to enjoy the benefits of the web as long as they do what they're told. The well-being, safety, and privacy of our users is a priority. That's right. We want well-being, safety, and privacy as long as it goes along with what we believe. Okay, now I said I would show you in a prophecy where this is all prophesied, and this is one of the most powerful ones. Maurice Scalar, we've had him speak at Prophecy Club. He's been in my home. We've been out to eat with him. He was a speaker on, on two of our Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. He is, in my opinion, a prophet. He plays a violin, kind of like David played the harp. I saw the earth from space. Neon lights begin to appear in hexagon patterns. 
and then spread out all around the world. He's talking about the World Wide Web, or also called the Internet. I saw white laser lights traced in 100-mile-wide hexagon patterns around the entire Earth like an electronic or a laser spider web. Now, this is 1985. 1985, nobody knew that there was going to be a worldwide web, but this prophecy actually had the word in there. The Earth was wrapped in an electronic grid like a geodesic dome, similar to the one at Epcot Center in Disney World. I can see the Earth underneath it with its blue oceans and clouds and atmosphere, similar to this. The Lord said to me, this is what is shortly to take place. There is an electronic web that will encircle the Earth like this. It will unite the whole world under the Antichrist system. Are you hearing this? Under the Antichrist system? So the Internet is not your friend. Your cell phone is not your friend. Under the Antichrist system of the end time Babylon, that would be America. At first, it will bring great blessings and prosperity, and that's true, it has. It will seem like everyone is coming together and a new age is dawning for mankind, and that's true, it has. But then I looked again and I saw the earth from space with its electronic web around it once more. But then, I saw the continent of Europe. That's where those articles, that's where those laws are taking place. We are literally seeing the fulfillment of a 1985 vision given to Prophet Maurice Scalar in progress. But then I saw the continent of Europe. The hexagons from each nation began to grow dark and became opaque. Opaque means you can't see through it. It looked like black smoke rose from one another. Each hexagon began to go smoky gray, then turned black. After a few seconds, I could no longer see Europe at all, meaning this internet censorship starts in Europe just like the articles said they're doing. After a few seconds, I could no longer see Europe at all. Then, this began to spread rapidly across Asia and Africa. Finally, Australia, China, and even America were completely blotted out. Remember, Kissinger said, he who controls food controls people. He who controls energy can control whole continents. But he who controls money can control the world. Notice the word control three times. Why do they want to control things? Because they want to force you to take the mark of the beast, wherein you would lose any salvation you did have, and that mark of the beast, you can cut your hand off, you can chisel it off your forehead, but you can't remove it. Once you take the mark of the beast, you are doomed to spend all eternity with the beast, the false prophet, and Lucifer, which is tossed in a thousand years later, and there is no escape. Torment is total pain. Every pain center of your body burns for all eternity with no hope of escape. I can only see the oceans. Then the islands of the seas became black. Finally, the entire earth was in darkness. Even the blue oceans had disappeared. I felt such evil and hopelessness. Now listen. I heard the cries of millions of souls on the earth that were trapped in darkness. Why were they trapped? Because no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Then the Lord spoke again and said, Do you see this? Do you know what this is? And I replied, No, Lord. He said, This 
is the fullness of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. This is what Adam chose for all of mankind in the Garden of Eden instead of union and life with me. They could have eaten from the tree of life, but instead, and this would have never happened, but instead they ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now let me jump to another one. Daniel Coverstone. Now, yeah, there's Jet back in 2020, but you have to understand, God is, has just given us a three-year warning, and it's probably going to be probably around 2023. It might not even come on in 2024, but as you could probably guess, by 2025, this prophecy here is going to be in full swing. In this dream, I was standing over a field looking down on a valley where thousands of dark, gray, menacing wolves were all sleeping. What are the wolves? These are the evil people of the world. They were nuzzling each other together, just laying around, no movement at all. Suddenly, a very dark figure began running into the middle of the wolves, whipping the wolves. The wolves began to wake up. They were shrieking and making horrible noises as they were being woken up due to being hurt. The person kept whipping them and whipping them and stirring them into a frenzy, and he was not just beating them, he was instilling fear in them. Every single wolf had been hit by the man. They showed fear and respect to him. He was like their master, and he kept whipping the wolves. This is Lucifer waking up all of the evil people. The wolves finally cowered down. He stopped and pointed his finger and turned in a circle and said, Go to the cities. Those wolves took off in every direction, howling and howling and howling at the top of their lungs. The dark figure was sending the wolves to the cities after being whipped and beaten. Now notice, this is 2020. We saw a lot of our cities catch on fire in 2020. That part has been fulfilled, in my opinion. Then the scene changed. I was standing in front of hundreds of TV sets or computer screens. Now, in my opinion, now we jump to 23, 24, no later than 25. I saw men and women of God who are pastors, black, whites, Asians, Indians, all around the world, not just America. All around the world, I saw myself, and we were all preaching the gospel and sweating with fervency and impact of our preaching. We were teaching biblical principles and dealing with major issues and culture. We were calling people to righteousness, holiness, and to give up ungodly things that were part of their lives. I saw people in the chairs in the back of the church looking at their watches and yawning. You know, I've seen people at Spirit Apostasy Church walk in and the seat didn't even get warm and they turned around and walked out. I've seen people that halfway through my sermon would just get up and walk out. I've, I've seen a few of them that actually stayed to the end, but of course you couldn't drag them back in with a bulldozer. We're living in a time where it takes a bulldozer to drag them into church and a feather to run them off. We're living in a day and time when... Let me let me say it a different way. As I mentioned, I just had a birthday. And my number two son gave me a large, I've got it over here, but I won't, anyways, a very large white piece of paper. And it had, well, here, let me just, hang on. I wasn't planning on showing this, but I'll show it. Now, I think you can see that. This is... It's an ancestry chart. His uh, wife spent over three years researching our ancestry. And uh, I was shocked. 
I was surprised to find that most of them came into America going all the way back to like 1571, immigrated like in the 1500s, 1600s, back in there, on both sides of the family, going all the way back, immigrated into America. And based upon their names, almost all of them, I'll say at least 80% of the names were Christian names, you know, like Luke and John and Mary, you know, you can tell Christian names. And I was remarking, I was looking at him, I said, you know, apparently most of our family background came into America, well, in the late 1500s, early 1600s, and most of them were all Christians. Now, I say that because I think that's true of many of the people watching right now. I think your ancestors have been Christians going back a long way. But what this is saying is they have turned away from Jesus. Let's go on. I saw people in chairs in the back of the church looking at the watches and yawning. Some had their heads on the back of their chairs and pews asleep, others just uncomfortable. They didn't want to be there. Some people walking out, I saw a handful, a core group at the front of every church, emphatically listening, supporting their pastors, supporting the doctrine, teaching and ideas that were coming from those men and women of God. The people at the front were kneeling in prayer. They knew some people were not paying attention, were pay- praying for those in the chairs behind them. There was a gap between those really listening and paying attention and those who were not. Suddenly, the howling of the wolves was heard outside. You heard scratching at the door as they were trying to get in. The people at the front began to pray against the enemy intensively and aggressively against the spirit that was at the door. Suddenly the wolves began to come in and began to walk around and sniff the people at the back who were not listening. Now, what did that just say? It's saying that it's going to get so bad in our churches that wolves are going to start coming into our churches, and a whole lot more than what's coming in now. And they're going to start destroying. They didn't even realize the wolves were there. Why? Because their heart is not with Jesus. They're a terror. As the wolves began to sit in the pews beside the sleepy people not listening, even by those who did not really understand, there was no fear, no worry, no concern. Why? Because they didn't see the problem. You know, you talk to a Democrat, they don't see the problem. You talk to someone that's not saved, they don't see the problem. Us Christians, yeah, we see a big problem. Sin cannot be a part of our lives. The louder and more intensely I preached and dealt with issues of sin, the more the wolves sent into our church began to stir. The people who are not listening began saying, Oh, shut up. Stop saying that. I don't want to hear that. They were aggressively saying, stop saying those things. I kept preaching and preaching, and the wolves were wrestling and nudging the people and getting them worked up. They stirred up the people, and the wolves started coming after me. I hope you're letting this sink in. This is coming to a church near you. It's probably coming to our church. On the screens, I saw wolves coming up near the pastors and preachers and other men and women of God who were trying to say, do not do this. Stop doing this and that. And know Jesus. This is the way you know Jesus and said to go. The way is narrow and the gate is very small to get in. We were preaching that kind of a message. As we were preaching, those wolves started nipping at my leg and bit others I saw on the screen. They started growling and getting in our face and 
They kept biting and biting, and they kept attacking us. Now, point is, watchmen, prophecy students, people that watch Prophecy Club, you better get ready for this. Now, when I say ready for this, there's a lot of different kinds of ready. But the most important ready is know your Bible, have a prayer closet, have your life clean, trying to get closer to Jesus. They kept biting and biting. They kept attacking us. The ladder we got, the ladder the wolves got. The people at the altar were praying for safety and protection. It means we need to be doing the same thing. The wolves were stirring up the people who were not listening and getting them to attack the preachers that were trying to preach the message that God gave them. The intensity of the moment was profound. I was preaching and trying to kick off a wolf here and there. People were getting up, leaving, and slamming the doors and making a big scene, leaving. We're not coming back. You won't shut up, so we're done. Hearing all of this, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, and they leave. Suddenly the scene changed. I saw courtrooms and judges with gavels pounding on the bench. Means you're probably about to start seeing this. Hopefully not this year. Hopefully it's not even next year, but probably. I saw pastors in chains. You know, we've already seen pastors up in Colorado or in, in, in Canada arrested. I was shackled myself. I saw people in jury seats in the witness stand. They were crying and the judge was saying, you can no longer preach this message. You can no longer declare this type of lifestyle is sin. That's the same thing Leslie, she'd she been talking about that lifestyle for the last couple of Sundays, bad stuff. You cannot say anything bad about this kind of lifestyle. You cannot say anything bad about this situation. You cannot address these things from the pulpit ever again. You cannot say this. You cannot say that. Well, it'll start on the Internet, okay? So these laws are passing. This is only the start of it. I hope your heart is ready for this. You cannot say Jesus is the only way. You cannot say abortion is a sin. You cannot deal with alternative lifestyles. You call them awful, terrible things. You cannot say these things violate Scripture. You can no longer preach from Scripture. Most of us pastors were saying, we can't do that. We cannot do that. The gavel came down in anger. The judges were mad. I saw churches surrounded by mobs of people yelling, shut it down, burn it down. I saw people so hateful towards the church. I saw people harassing believers who were going into the church services and also as they left. So now, if you're one of those people that are not going to church, I suggest you get going. And if you are in a church, then I suggest you get yourself, get the nose of of your face in a Bible and read and study to the point to where you really, really know that it's true that really Jesus is your Lord and Savior. And if you have to go through trouble, if you have to go through persecution, I mean, Dimitri went through five months of torture, sticking his fingers in doors and slamming it, pulling his fingernails out, jumping up and down on him, putting him into rooms with rats. They put him into a small little cage and hoisted him up on the ceiling. They had cold water dripping on him. They pulled him out. He said he was so cold, he was blue all over. He couldn't even move. Then they tied a rope around his waist. They hoisted him up to the ceiling. They spun him around. And they were hitting on him with rubber, rubber hoses when he was cold, of course. Now, try to imagine, you get hit on the hand of the foot, and just with a rubber hose, they're very painful. But if you get hit and they're cold, if they're cold like blue, 
it's unbelievable pain. I'm saying it's coming to us. We need to get our hearts prepared for this. But the thing that stood out most was who was going to do it. Who do you think is going to do it? It's not the evil people out there. It's not the, it's not, not the people not in the church. It was the people who had been sitting in church. Sitting in church, pews asleep, or not listening, they became the biggest persecutors of the church. The biggest persecution will come from the terrors who sat in the churches, the church pews, but never really accepted the true word of God as the true word of God. They were raised in church all of their lives, but they walked away. Because they don't like the preaching of the true word of God, the preaching which says this is sin. Sin is wrong. You cannot walk in this and still be a believer. It was the sons and daughters of grandchildren of Christians. Had someone come up to me at this birthday party. Stan, I know you feel very rejected because there's only like, you know, 30 or 40 people come to your church. And I do. He said, but I want to let you know, the people that do come here are really Christians. They're deep Christians. They have their feet down deep in the rock. He said, you know, I have to worry about them. We're not be a problem. That's the kind of church you want to find. If they're having a good time, I don't think I have to finish that sentence. They have been raised in church all their lives. They became persecutors saying, we've had it. There's nothing in this for me. This gospel has no power. It has no authority. It says I cannot have this. I cannot do this. I can't go this place. I can't do that. I don't like it. I want to live my life the way I want to live it. I don't want some God to tell me what to do. That's what they're saying. Those are the people who were screaming and throwing rocks. They had baseball bats and guns in their hands. They were showing th- throwing threats at those of us who were coming in and out of church. The anger was led once again by those who had fallen away. Those were the people who were pushing back against everything that they had been taught. These had gone away to college and become very liberal. All they think, and by the way, <laughs> that's the real reason Joseph Biden wants to make all the college free, wants to give all the people their money back for paying for all the college, because he wants everybody to go to college, because that way everybody can fall away and become liberal. Everybody can renounce Christ, okay? Those who gone away to college became very liberal. All they think and all they do is the same. Those who have given in to some of the ideas of the protest movements that we see today, the ideologies that say one race is better than others. Pastors preaching were every race and color. I saw black, white, Native American, Indian, African, Russian, Chinese, and I saw people who were preaching the gospel. The biggest persecuting persecution came from those who had walked away from the church. I saw pulpits being chopped with axes. I saw big, old wooden pulpits being chopped to pieces. I saw plexiglass pulpits being hammered to pieces. I saw Christians in chains. I hope you're hearing. I saw them being publicly ridiculed and publicly assaulted because their ideas were old-fashioned and needed to go. Then I heard the cry I'd heard for six months. But there was something added to it, and I heard, brace yourself and endure to the end. Brace yourself and endure to the end. That's really the message. I'm saying laws are in process of being passed to put you and I in chains. To burn our Bibles, to take our Jesus away. 
And here we are, worried about whether we ought to talk to somebody about Jesus. Days to witness are just about gone. Time to hand this out to your other friends, my brothers and sisters. Hand it out. Get it out to them. What is wrong with this? You say, well, it's a piece of bread. You're right. It's a piece of bread I took out of this loaf. This loaf is a one-pound loaf, and there's something missing from this bread. Even though it says it is whole wheat, there's still something missing from this and almost all of the bread you're eating. See, the story was in 1860, the smart humans decided that they were going to outstrip God and that they could figure out a way where the flour would not spoil because once you break the wheat berry, then it begins to spoil and in seven to ten days it's got mold. So they figured out how they could be smarter than God. We're going to take out the outside shell and then the wheat germ. We're only going to use the white powder part of the wheat. And that doesn't spoil. And they're right. You can put it in a bag. Five years later, it's still there. But then, of course, there's something else they removed. And that is most. Now, not all, but most of the nutrition. So then they had to pass all of these laws saying you got to put niacin, you got to put vitamins, you got to do this, put all of this into the... So why not just use what God made? So the difference between this and what I made is this. That's the difference in my bread, whole wheat bread, versus what you buy in the store. The bigger slice here, this is actually cherry, cinnamon, uh, honey, and vanilla mixed together. And I made this. So when you make your own homemade bread, you can make it flavor any way. You want jalapeno? You got it. You want to have uh, seeds, sesame seeds? What, however you want to, you can make it. But the big advantage to making your own home wheat, whole wheat bread is that it's probably the cheapest way to, to have long-term storage food because most of your long-term storage food companies cost nine to $10,000 per person per year. But at Joseph's Kitchen, they can show you how to feed your family for about $1,000 per person per year, and it's whole wheat. Okay, so what is whole wheat over the regular wheat? Well, you remember the seven years of plenty followed by the seven years of famine of Joseph and the Pharaoh. Well, that meant that the whole world lived off of wheat for seven years. Now, I don't think that we, maybe Jesus said, you may mention not live by bread alone meaning you should have other things that you should eat. However, about the closest thing out there that'll feed you not only good tasting, but also nutrition for your body is wheat. And so we recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. When you go there, you got to get two things. One is you have to get a machine package. That's the items that you need to actually physically make the bread. It's a wheat grinder where you put the wheat in. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put it into a bread machine with six other ingredients. Push a button two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice, hot, steaming loaf of wonderful that you made whole wheat bread. Slice that up. We can prove The slicer is even included. The beakers, it's everything you need to make bread. Then you decide how much food you want to have. You want to have food for six people one year, four people one year, two people one year. You place your order, and they have it in stock. Because most of these long-term storage food places, they're out. Uh, some of them are two or three months. Some of them are even longer behind in filling their orders. 
go to Joseph Kitchen, they can ship within two or three days. And they ship around the world. Go to josephskitchen.com. I'm telling you that the prophecies say there's about to be a food shortage. And if you want to listen to what God's trying to warn us about, then you'll get this long-term storage food. Terry Saka with CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. So what's going on in the world of finances? Why should they call today? Well, China has laid out in a speech a few weeks ago exactly what they think of the United States. I haven't seen that in my 55 years. With China and Russia forming these reserve currencies, new reserve currency, we better be prepared because that dollar is going to be in deep trouble and we're going to need assets to protect us from it. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Call them or go online. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com or call them at 888-747-3309. Next is, I'll send you to EMPShield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car, okay? And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery. You put the black wire to the black side of the battery. And the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel that off. Stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car. And the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase nuclear, nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY. <laughs> 